You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we explore everything dealing with the what I like to refer to as the wife-centric lifestyle, uh, be it hot wifing, be it stag vixen, be it cuckolding, uh, with a little bit of the interracial lifestyle thrown in there just to keep things a little more spicy. My goal with this podcast is just to separate fact from fiction and give you all a peek of what really goes on behind the curtain, hearing from people who are actually walking this path. So um, today, you know, it's the week after Splash Mocha in Atlanta. And, you know, I got to record a couple episodes there, got to see and hang out with my brothers. You've, you've heard me talk about them many times. I've had them on the, you know, my Bull Roundtable series. Um, but... One of the episodes that I was doing with him there got kind of cut short because my brother D got called in, you know, because he's on duty at Splash, and we didn't really get to go into a lot of things. So, so you know what? Let's pick it back up. So I got my brother Dimitri with me. Why don't you say what's up to my listeners, brother? Hey, good evening, everyone. All love. Good evening, good evening. <laughs> so we don't really have a format to this. We just kind of wanted to get on and kick it and, 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 and kind of, you know, let the people know. A, a, a little bit more ab- about my brother. I mean, I had him on uh, the China shop a couple years ago, but that was shortly after we met. Um, obviously, yeah. in that time, you know, we've gotten to know each other a lot better and just kind of want to use this time, you know, to, you know, give people some more insight into the the man, the myth, the legend, the enigma. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is that's my brother D, man. So, like I said, thanks for taking some time out of your night to 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 jump on here and kind of shoot the breeze with me. Um, but one of the things that I I kind of want to start it off with, first of all, before I even do that, how was how how was your time at Splash, man? I know you always working hard. You know, you like a kid in a candy store, but you can't eat anything. So 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 how how was Splash for you? Yo, know, uh. It, yeah, it was another epic um, weekend event. You know, uh, great praise goes out to the staff and the crew that supported us as, as well as the hotel. And uh, it was very fucking busy. It was tiresome. You know, you're talking, get on your feet on the upward end of 15 to 18 hours a day, you know. But again, I do it for the love. It's all in my heart. And there's no bitching or itching about it. I'll do it again. This is my life. So all great praise goes out to it and I love it. No doubt, no doubt. Well, like I said, we you know, we 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 wish that you were able to join in the fun more frequently, but we all understand that, you know, you you know, you you there working. I mean, and we, we, we appreciate the fact that you take your that you take it all so seriously. Um but one of the things I, I would personally like to ask you yeah. And, and to kind of get you to go in depth about one of the things that I've really come to appreciate ab- about you is you, you have this very, very calm demeanor about you. Mm-hmm. The, the way you maneuver in the lifestyle, the way you maneuver at Splash, you know, the way you interact with people, you know, you're always complimentary of people you you just have a very positive and like I said just an easy going way about yourself and I'm just kind of curious where does that come from like has that always have you always been that way like were you that way even when you were like a teenager in your 20s or did you evolve into that well it it was was evolution and if I could be um, honest about it you know uh, my household wasn't so Cosby-like, you know. My household was more uh, like a good time, 
<laughs> I feel that. <laughs> you know, uh, scraping and surviving, but we always had family. Family was together. And, uh, you know, coming up from a little, from a, a young kid to a teenager, you know, you had your run-ins and your mischievous moments. And then, you know, you start having these, uh, once, once your balls drop, then you really get in trouble. <laughs> so it was always being those, those daily challenges for me. Uh, getting in trouble, trying to stay out of trouble, or being blamed for trouble. And nine to my team, I try to be that shit. I mean, I mean, that's true. But it was always some kind of stress within my life. And, uh, I always try to walk the right path. You know, of course, I told you about my military career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if uh, you want to go my military career, you know, you're talking almost 18 years in the Marine Corps. But out of those 18 years, maybe at least 12 was combat. So I did all the hardship in life, basically, that came up to my military. Um, even going back to the process of... Um, uh, we hurt, we uh, repair my body, repair my mind, planning my exit out of the military. So moving forward, being through all that hard shit, it's like I know my life is going to be easy because I'm demanding that shit. Mm-hmm. And I can just only give you who I am. Just plain old Dimitri. I don't want to. I don't want to give you a character because you got to live this character. You got to hype it up and trump it up a lie to make this guy, this fictional guy, a reality. No, I just give you who I am and what I, what's my capabilities and what I can do. And that's how I was being. Just super low key, super chill, super laid back, and that type of monster and energy is what kept me steady ground. That's what it's people like you, you know, have have the true people and true friends in your circle. They kept you humble and take that cock and bullshit out your mentality. So it just just be you. And just do what you can, do your best, and everything be great. Why what what are you stressing about? Mm-hmm. If you bring in any kind of stress anxiety, it shows that you have no control or no poise of what you're trying to do or what you're doing. So just do your best. So when certain things was dropped in my lap to do it, either I can do it or I can't. And if I can't, I would try. And if I try, I try to succeed. And here we are now. I never let nothing else stress that I can't control. I always just try to control the situation to divide the stress. And that's why you got me now, brother. <laughs> Well, that's what's up, and it, like I said, it, it 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 definitely shows. I mean, I'm sure that that anybody who, who who listens to this, who knows you personally, who's you know who spent time with you, <clears throat> you know, they would all be in agreement with me as far as the effect that your energy has on people. It's a very uplifting, inclusive. You know what I'm saying, uh, you know, type of energy. Like you always want people to be the best version of themselves. You know of course. Saying? And that's a dope quality. I mean, like not everybody instills that that feeling in you. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I see it, not only do I tr- make it a point to recognize it, but I try to give homage to it. You know what I mean, because I know how rare it is. I mean, and... You know, my thing is whenever I encounter somebody like that, I want to let you know that I see it. So, you know, it's rare, but it's also reality. Yeah. And that was always uh, big with me. You know, it, it can be reality. And I was just good for the reality of it. And uh, reality is around us. You know, when, like I said again, when you try to live outside your uh, imagination, to where it's too fictional, mm-hmm. open up a lot of doors for problems and conflicts and issues and misunderstandings, confusion, stuff that's just not going to bring the mirror to who you actually are as an individual. So just be yourself. No, I feel that. Um, the The other thing that I was kind of curious about, like I said, we we you know we see how you know how hard you work, you know, at Splash. I've you know, I've been to Splash nine times now, so I've got I've gotten to see you 
working across multiple events. And kind of what I'd like to, you know, have you kind of to explain to the people is why are you so passionate about Splash? Like why does Splash, I'm not going to say why does it mean so much to you? What does Splash mean to you? And why do you pour the type of effort that you do into Splash? Splash is a, Splash is the first place that not only that it made me feel like it was home, I felt like family. It showed me that, you know. Uh, I was welcomed into Splash, you know, on the whim of just, hey, come check this event out, man, you know, see what we're doing. And when I got there, of course, you see a lot of familiar faces. And uh, you see a lot of friends, and you see a lot of friends support each other. And I took time out of having fun, and I just started volunteering, helping my friends. Mm-hmm. And that did not go unnoticed. People recognized that. People saw that. And uh, I did a year in, year out, not expecting anything. You know, and uh. I realized that uh, the the guests, the couples, when they saw it and they recognized it, they didn't see like, uh, hey, there's that BBC guy right there. No, they're like, oh, shit, there's that guy, Dimitri. Now these people actually know your name. You know, and that was always something big with me. Like, don't fucking just call me BBC. Learn my name. Say hello to me. If you see me outside the playroom, Speak, shake my hand, hug me. Don't just treat me as a proper individual or fit into the space for your short-term fantasy. Splash Mocha rebranded all of that. It created a safe place where you know, it elevated black men as gentlemen. Not only did it just elevate us, it, it gave creation to uh, like a... Um, a sanctuary, a fraternity. We uplift each other and we kept everybody on the up and up. Uh, we support each other. We finance each other. Like, whatever you need to keep that fellow man up, we were there for each other. And that's so fucking, that's passion to me because we were all one strangers. You know, you, you don't see that outside of the Splash Walker. We go off past the guy, he don't fucking speak. Mm-hmm. Hey, you say, hey, man, where you from? What hood you from? Why you around here? You don't see that within Splash Smoker. Everybody come up, shake each other's hand. Hey, where you from? Well, I'm from Houston. Oh, I like to visit Houston. Well, come through. And they they embrace you. And Splash Smoker is like, uh, it was not about the dollar. It wasn't. You know, there's other places out there where you'll pay three and four times as much as the coming splash for a weekend, but you have to pay that much for a day at their facility or their establishment. And then, but then they mistreat you. It's very, very clickish. And then they restrict you to the play area. And then they want to rip their ass off with a crazy-ass membership fee. I'm not naming names of the establishments, but this is the mentality or the rules that they put before us, us to where you don't feel welcome. But... We changed all those dynamics and we created a space for these brothers to feel welcome. And I actually felt that. Not only did I felt that, I saw it. I lived it. And then I got I was able to be put in a position to where I could be a part of it and bring in those same guys with that same that want that same treatment. Not only did that, I got to um mentor some of these guys groom them to be better, no better individuals who they once were before they walked through those doors. And we kept that going outside of Spanish Smokers. So you became a big brother as well as a fellow brother. You know, it, it, it's that deep and committed for me because you just have to do it. You have to step up and do it. No. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's very, very, it, it's, it's like that 
I don't know, man. It's just very, very passionate to me. And uh, some of it I just kind of hold to my heart. And when people ask me why you do it, I would just say, you know, I do it for the love of it. And when I say it like that, it kind of like don't need no other explanation. No, I, I, do it for the- I definitely feel that because that's, that's the same way that I feel about what I do with this with this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I, I do it for the love of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. It's just my way of, 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 of giving back to, to something that's given me, you know, I, I can't even put a value on it everything that the lifestyle has given me. So my podcast is, you know, is me trying to give back. Uh, one of the things that I want to use this podcast for this episode in particular is I know how much work you do, you know, vetting all the guys that, 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 that come to splash. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is, we're going to include this segment so that in the future you can just tell guys, Hey, before I talk to you on the phone, listen to this. So with that in mind, what would you want to say to all of those guys out there who want to attend splash? Like, what do you want them to know? Like, what would your message be to them? So that when we say, Hey, go listen to this episode, pay attention to timestamp, you know, blank to blank. The floor is yours, brother. What would would be like, what message do you want to get across to those guys who want to attend Splash? Well, I want the first thing I would tell these guys is to know that this is a hot wife convention. This is not a swingers convention. This is not a bulls convention. This is not a cocoa convention. You know, we respect everybody individual, and they all welcome up under our banner. But this is a hot wife convention. Give yourself some education up on the hot wife and in the hot wife dynamics. Please don't come in thinking that the size of your tool <clears throat> and the money in your pocket is going to grant you an inch within splash smoker. Also, have self respect. Have some etiquette, have some merit of character that you can stand out as an individual and also you can stand along with your fellow brothers to represent us in a true gender fashion. And if you don't understand what that means, talk to a veteran that's been a smash smoker, then give you clues, points, and tilts to get you in. Because he may get your foot may get in for the conversation, but that still means you're going to get a greater entry as smash smoker. You know, uh, Leave the cockiness, leave the arrogance, leave all that bullshit outside. It's not welcome, no warrant, it's black smoker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not I this is not a fucking party. It's not a party. I want these gentlemen to know that I'm putting we providing a great space to where your whole life and lifestyle will be elevated and <clears throat> excuse me elevated within the lifestyle community because, you know, you're in for a long term or you're going to be put out in the short term. So again, have some common sense, have some respect, self-respect, and Chris, 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 have some hot wife or a hot wife dynamic um, experience as well as the education behind it. it you have to have that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's broad, you know. You have some guys come in, they have pictures up, they have a picture up with a, them holding a blunt in their mouth, and they have the pistol in their hand. Automatic rejection. If I don't see gentlemen within the image that you're trying to representate, represent, as well as what you're spewing out your mouth, if it doesn't line up as factual to me, you're not coming to splash. You know, this is not like I'm saying you have to convince me, but it's, it's an interview. All the questions I ask you within that interview is is based off of your experience within the lifestyle, your long term, your short term intentions, uh, maybe some personal private stuff that you comfortably share with me. There's not too much in there. I may ask you how you started and where you're trying to go. Who do you know? Because sometimes I will ask for people to verify you. I will also say if I'm still not convinced, uh, 
Ah, let's do a Zoom. And if you're close, let's meet up. You know, I go very, very detailed when it comes to these guys as fast smokers. No, I can't say a lot of them. I would say not a lot, but a few. They said the right things. They did the right things to come in. But once they got to those doors and they actually didn't match their wording, you know me, I like I tell you, I give them one strike. Mm-hmm. Once you get that one strike, hey, I tap in the show to go pack your shit and get out of my place of business. I wish you well on your journey outside of the lifestyle. I gave you your chance. But you had a choice to come in and do the right thing, say the right thing, and be the right person for slash smoker, and you choose not to. That's when it comes down to choices and chances. And they failed on that. So at the end of the day, I have to, I have a legit business I have to run, manage, maintain, as well as the staff, my fellow brothers, the fellow kings, the couples, and as well as the single women. And I can't allow who I'm putting forth to represent the brand of a flash smoker to bring that down and tear down from us completely. So I just tell you guys to come in and but do their fucking homework. Before you make that phone call, the one come to Splash Mocha. And again, I don't care about your body count. I don't care if you fuck a hundred girls or you can't fuck a hundred girls. You can do that outside of Splash Mocha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need it. I just need quality brothers to be represented in the children of fashion. What you say, don't say, do or don't do to give us a negative mark will keep that door open for you. And I always tell these guys, I did the front door waiting to shake your hand. So I'm not just there with a student tie or on the phone. No, I'm building this shit up together and I'm tearing it down. And I'm also doing the uh, process of getting you in and getting you out, making sure you get home safe and sound. So I, with me being that busy, uh, running splash smoker. I can't have, I can't take so much time out to micromanage or watch these individuals, you know, falter and put a risk of channels down because of his own selfishness or his actions or ignorance. So that's why I said my process is is, is very diligent, and uh, it's going to get harder. It has to get hard because we're steady growing. We're steady evolving. Mm-hmm. So it's only fair that it get harder. That doesn't mean that the vets still get a clean clean slate as well because they have to evolve with, you know, splash smoke as well. Just like me. You know, I'm a shelf life. So I know once I made that mark and I paid that mark and uh, the next gentleman come in to run, the, run our event, you keep it going. No, that's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Um, now, like you said earlier, you've been on here before. I did a China Shop episode with you a couple of years ago. So if anybody's interested in kind of learning about how you got into all this and what your journey was leading up to this, mm-hmm. they can refer back to that episode. I'm not going to rehash things that we've already talked about. <laughs> But one of the things that I would like to to to, to bring up with you is I, I know you've been in this for for a minute, and mm-hmm. so I'm I'm just kind of curious. How have you evolved in this lifestyle? Like, how is Dimitri today different from Dimitri like his first one year, two year, three years in the lifestyle? <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> let's put it this way. Uh, I don't, I don't fuck like I'm trying to run away, win, win a race, or for volume. So you, you know, saying? So you saying you used to do that? <laughs> do. Every party, every splash smoker, bro. I think I was the, last, the first person naked and the last one with my clothes on. Like, <laughs> like really, dude. I be packing my shit that Sunday, and I'm like, who got 15 minutes? <laughs> like, <laughs> you was trying to get that, it all the way in. Man, look, I want to be so I can sleep well on the plane back home. That that was me. You know, 
I was that kid in the candy store. But now it's like I become that guy that owns the candy store, so I can't eat my own product. So um, with taking out a lot of time from fucking, you have a lot of time to self-reflect, people watch, and then just watch how people change. And the change you see, you know, you just adjust and change right along with it. You see a lot of new faces and you see a lot of familiar faces that changes as well. And I think that's what it was for me. I slowed myself down and I sped my brain up. Like, okay, I've been here for a long term. Yes, that's true. Uh, but I have to keep my mental going to stay in even longer. You know, uh, you can't just say, oh, I read um, Encyclopedia Bull version 101 from front to back, and now I'm a certified bull. What about volume two, three, four, or five? Or what about this whole new updated chapter that just can't come out 10 years later? You know, it definitely all became like chapters in life. Chapters in the life in the lifestyle as well, I would say. And um I started looking into uh not just hot wiping. I started thinking about, okay, let me learn more about cook coding. Let me focus more on learning about uh stagging vixen, unicorn, uh the term is of being a threat and owning up to it. Like, you know, it was so many chapters that was up that was in the lifestyle that I had no idea about. And I don't want to be ignorant to it because I want to always have a conversation with somebody and have some kind of idea of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just uh, guess your response before you say it. <laughs> so I want to make sure what I give out, they can understand because they also give me the same conversation back and I understand them. So I, I just took a lot of time and stopped throwing my dick in almost every female, you know, person that speaks that allowed me to. Now, I do want to make something clear right now. Okay, brother, the floor is yours. Uh, yes, it is true, uh, everyone, that, yeah, I don't fuck as often as I used to or I should because of the position I'm in. But there's a there's not me that uh I'm playing games with you ladies. You know, I hear a lot of chatter saying, Oh, Dimitri just a flirt or Dimitri don't wanna fuck me. No, I'm a very, very busy guy. I'm running a very successful business where uh, I'm put in a position where I gotta keep the stress down and keep the happiness and the volume up. And if it takes me to sacrifice my personal funds, so the volume of you can have fun, hey, it's just three days. It's just three days. I can hold off for three days. Shit. You know? I went three years without fucking before. So three <laughs> days, it's nothing. It's nothing for me. And uh, I want to give a major, a great, great big shout out to uh, this hot couple, Blushing, Blushing Dixon. Yes, I owe you a birthday facial. We're going to get that going, sweetheart. I have not <laughs> still waiting. So, shout out to Blushing Vixen and her great husband. No great people. Much love and respect goes out to you. And we're going to, we're going to get that going. But on the other side, bro, it's just that I, I had to slow myself down. That's all. I had to slow myself down for fucking and just start learning people, learning individuals. So, so let me ask you this then, like, I, I understand the restraint that you have to show when, when you're at Splash mm-hmm. and, you know, that's multiple times a year, you know, Splash is not just a, a one time a year event, you know, it's multiple times in different cities, you know, throughout the year. But I'm curious to know the restraint that you have to show at Splash, how has that impacted you outside of Splash? Like, how has it changed the way you maneuver in the lifestyle when you're just home? 
I mean, when you're not at a splash event, you're just home, whether you're, you know, going to other people's parties or, you know, entertaining privately, meeting couples, what have you, however you interact with, with, with people in a lifestyle, how, excuse me, how has the restraint that you've had to learn and utilize at splash, how has that trickled down into how you handle yourself outside of splash? Same effect. It slowed me down to where I realized that I didn't have to have that volume. Uh, I, I became so, uh, um, I don't want to say selective, but my selective and my selection was with the people that know me well, who I have a connection with. The women I know that I can get a great sexual enjoyment from, from that fine ass stranger over there that don't know me from nothing but a picture. So it, it pretty much slowed me down to that effect. Uh, and I want to also curb this statement misunderstanding. A lot of people say, you know, uh, this is Dimitri from Florida. You know, they know how Florida get down. This is Dimitri from Splash Smoker. That this guy fucks a lot of girls. This guy got a lot of girls. Man, bro, I'm a homebody. I am. I'm a homebody. If you find me somewhere, I'd probably be at the beach, relaxing, clearing my mind, or taking a nice drive. Now, that is true that, uh, yeah, I do get it in, but I do, I get it in with the women that's in my life. Not just for sexual pleasure, you know. We have a legit connection, and I would say I would go first and say my my connection is all is a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it has depth, it has meaning, you know, because we do things outside the bedroom. Uh, I do, and I ask about how they feel, because I am concerned about how they feel. Uh, also, with my connection with couples, where the husband trust me greatly with their wives to have one-on-one time with them, you know? Now, I will say that's also that's been foreign for me that I had to struggle with. I had got so spoiled with the couples where the husband was like, man, you know what, that's Dimitri. I know he's great. I know he's a good guy. Baby, you, I don't need to stay here with you. Just go to his room or just go spend the night with him or go spend the weekend with him. But then I would come to Splash and then it's like, this husband is right there. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you know me? But he don't know me, you know? But I had to, like, remember, oh, shit. Like, they don't know me. Like, they only know what they heard or what they see. So sometimes it get a little foggy to where it's like, okay, bring your bearings back down, slow yourself down, stop being so fucking cocky, and start all over, you know? Build that rapport, build that comfort with them. And also, um, that time frame, you know, they they only have a few days, you know, what, three days there? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can't build all that within that amount of time. It takes a longer time. So, the friends I have back home, you know, when you're talking five, 10, even 12 years, but we developed that friendship, that kind of that type of kinship with each other. So it's, it's still the same. You know, what the way I slow myself down in splash smoke is how I slow myself down in the lifestyle because also there are other parties that's out there. Some of them I don't go to because it doesn't match my energy. You know, and I follow my brain as well as my heart. If, it's, if my mind says don't go, yeah, I'm not going. No, it's not about trying to fulfill my sexual conquest with a bunch of multiple strangers. I'd rather be back home with that one or that two, and I have just a I have a better output of fun. No, that's what's up. So you 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 gave me a a, a nice segue. Um, you know, there are a lot of women that you know, listen to my podcast. A lot of these, you know, women have been to Splash. A lot of these women have, you know, have learned about Splash, you know, through the, you know, through the podcast and everything. So 
I'm sure some of them are kind of curious. What 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 type of woman catches Dimitri's eye? You know what I'm saying I'm not just talking about like physically, like from an energy standpoint. Like, what type of women do you find yourself like gravitating towards? The kind of women that make you say, "Okay, I I I I want to put in the time to get to know this one." So that's that's a really really great question, and the best answer I can give you. Let me paint this picture for you. And I'm going to use you as an individual because of your status within the lifestyle community. You know how you'd be talking with a group of people and that one individual will walk by and you have just enough time to lock eyes, but then in the blip, in the blip she's gone? Yeah. Who's that girl? That's her. That <laughs> <laughs> mysterious woman that has that mental, that, that, there's a blanket cover over her that you just want to snatch up and see the whole body and everything. Uh, she's somewhat enigmatic, kind of quiet. Uh, very, very sure of her sexual her sexuality. Uh, also curious as well to what Splash Mope is all about. But, uh, yes, like, I, I'm not, I'm, this is me talking not the physical. This is just uh, within my mental. Like, yeah, because physically, it can it can it can be wrapped in any kind of package. Of course. So and uh, yeah, but uh, that enigma, that that perfect enigma, you know, she she crosses you at the right moment, but you don't have the time to get her. But when you do make time to get her. It's like you can almost grasp it, and she always get away. That's the type of woman I like. I like the woman that I, that almost get away, but when I finally get up to her, it's a little too late, so I have to look forward to next year. So what do I do within that whole year or the whole few months of waiting to get to her and see her again? I build a rapport. I talk with her. I chat with her. I try to learn as much as I can. So we have created a safe comfort, uh, somewhat of a friendship via chat or whatever. And as well as uh, I try to make sure I acknowledge her as an individual or as a spouse. So I build a relationship as well with the husband. That woman right there, like she, she's not as easy. She's not throwing herself over me. It's like she don't know who I am or my status. Right. That, that woman. So you go to, hey, my name's Dimitri. Dimitri who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's her. That's, well, that's who kind of that grabbed me. That, that would just pull me in. No, I feel that. So, uh, I often, whenever I have guys on the show, uh, one of the things that I like to find out is, as, as you know, I know that some people bristle at the term. Me personally, I, ch- I choose to embrace the term uh, bull. As I've said mm-hmm. before, I, I, I think it's because, you know, I have a, a, a BDSM background. And as you know, in BDSM, labels are everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're a top, a bottom, a daddy, a little, a rigger, a, you know, uh, you know, uh, sadist, a masochist, you know, whatever. Like, there's there's a label for everything. So when I got into this lifestyle and I learned about the term bull, I was like, okay, cool. That's just a label that identifies how I fit within this space. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I like to ask the guys is, as bulls, we know that we can't be everything to everybody. So as we progress in this, we kind of settle on what our particular brand is. In other words, this is the type of bull that I am. This is what I choose to exemplify. These are the, these are the traits and qualities that I embrace and that, you know, that I put out there. This is the kind of energy that I put out there. So I say all that to say, how would you describe what your brand is? Like at the end of the day, 
as a bull in this lifestyle, what do you hang your hat on? Well, um, also being uh, firmly educated within BDSM, uh, I also had clinged on to the bull dynamic. I just had a personal thing being called a bull. Mm-hmm. And, and I was, because, okay, like, yes, I, 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 I've been learning BDSM for maybe 12 years. And I've been hearing the term bull, but they just started to call water down. And I was like, oh, here we go again. Just like the term BBC. And I was like, ah, don't call me that. Until, this is when I go back two years of our anniversary. You know, I stepped into your podcast, and I stepped into your seminar. And you gave an insight meaning to the term bull. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So my own personal feelings as well as my own ignorance was stop me from embracing it. But your definition was made common sense as well as intellectual sense caused me to embrace it again. And uh, I just never was so gospel about the BDSM lifestyle, meaning that, and what I mean by that to not offend anyone, was meaning that I have a, a light switch. I have an on and off switch. You know, um, I, I, I don't try to live this bull dynamic or bull lifestyle in the BDSM world as in every life situation that's within my circle. No. Or in my life, so I, I'm more sensitive around being a bull. Uh, uh, do I want to say I'm as dominant as I want to be? No, I'm not, because sometimes I can be very, very civil about a lot of situations as well. Because uh, again, uh, being like I said, uh, in the BDSM somewhere and the dominant bull, and you have your submissive. I never try to keep myself as subpar or in the terms submissive to where she's always be no be no below me. No, I always try to um, educate them, guide them, embrace them, um, lead them, and in the hope that just maybe in my weakest, they find the strength to maybe lead me. They may have a curse to stand beside me. Or sometimes if I'm tired, I don't mind standing behind because I trust them to also hold their um, driver's seat down. That don't make me a sub. That just means I'm trusting the submissive in a position to be dominant. That doesn't make me cuckish. That just made me civil about the whole dynamic. So I could be that dominant bull. I guess I can be. And then sometimes I do. Especially in the bedroom. I fucking love it in there. Those my swords and keys that I bought up and paid for. So I'm going to use that shit to my advantage. But it's a life situation. It's not like I try to remix, remix it completely, but I try to mix it to my comfort. If they answer you more, um, if they give more, a better answer for me. Well, I mean, well, you know, it's it's not an answer for me. It's an answer for the ladies that are that are, that that are listening. <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, yes, no, I am a bull. Yes, actually, I mean, do I want to say I'm an alpha in certain situations? I have to be an alpha. Yes, I am the alpha. Yes, uh, do I try to be the peacock alpha amongst all alphas? No. This is when I can chill back with my fellow alphas or my fellow bulls and we chop it up. No um, agreements or disagreements. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, no, it, it's, it's pretty much uh, individual-centric for me. I mean, one one of the things that, that I always try to tell, you know, whether it's a, a couple that I'm talking to or a woman that I'm talking to or even if it's if it's other guys that I'm talking to, you know, you, you hear, and I, I, I get what you're saying, like, as far as the term bull, how it's been, like, so watered down, like, they're all, almost like there are no qualifications to call yourself one. And exactly. so it's gotten watered down, and you have, you know, everybody, you know, using that term. 
Um, with regards to that, all I can do is try to exemplify those qualities that I feel, you know, put me in that quality, you know, stratosphere. And, right. And so one of the things I try to tell people is you have all these guys that are very fond of, you know, saying that they're alpha or whatever. And what I always say is don't, don't pay attention to how that guy is around other women. If you get the opportunity to pay attention to how he conducts himself when he's in the presence of other men. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, how he talks to people, how he interacts with people, um, how he handles not only conversations, but how does he handle a differing of opinion? You know, how does he handle someone who doesn't necessarily see things the way that he sees them? And and, and personally, I, I think that, that, you know, if you're able to pay attention in those moments, they can be very telling. I'm saying like they can, they can give you insight into how somebody is, how secure they are and, and who they are. Um, and I would say on that note that anyone who spends any kind of time around you, that kind of jumps off the page. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. The yeah. way you handle yourself, the way that you are when you're among groups of men, the respect that you give to everybody, like off off jump. I mean, just that respect that you give to to to, to everybody is it's it's very noticeable. You know what I'm saying, okay. and you know, one of the things that that I that I try to do with this platform that I have is to is to shine that light i'm saying on 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 quality people especially when it comes to the guys i mean i i always try like anybody that i have in that chair when i'm doing one of those china shop episodes Mm -hmm. i'm always cognizant of that light you know that 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 i'm shining on them and I'm more than pleased to be able to shine this light on you because I hold you in such high regard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, I tell people all the time, you know, I've got a lot of acquaintances in this lifestyle. I've got some friends in this lifestyle. I got three brothers in this lifestyle. And when I say brothers, what I mean by that, when I say that is there are three guys that I openly love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love who they are as men. I love what they stand for. I love the fact that they hold me accountable. I love the fact that they hold me to a higher standard. I love the fact that they make me want to be better. You know what I'm saying? And... You know, it's I I find myself looking for any excuse to interact with these guys. I'm saying whether I'm bouncing ideas off of them, whether I'm just, you know, shooting a shit. What I mean, man, you talk for an hour before it was like, oh, shit, we got an episode to record. (laughs) I'm saying like we got to get to it because we had just been flapping our gums all fucking night. I'm saying. But it's it's. Those are three relationships that I value the hell out of. And I love the fact that y'all are all so different. You know what I'm saying? I've had my disagreements with all of you. you I'm saying we've had our disagreements with each other. But at the end of the day, it's all love. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, and I just wanted to make sure that, that I put it out there so that people listening know that number one these types of relationships do exist and number two my hope would be that 
for the guys who are listening to this, don't be afraid to 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 seek out those brothers. You know what I'm saying? Like don't be afraid to seek out your own brothers. Because I believe that they're out there for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you when you find them, you find that it enriches you on so many different levels. I'm saying, but here the best uh, to use you use myself as an example. And I tell I said I'm always built for my brothers. Uh, you you told me you said, "Dude, you know I want to." You said, "I know you're busy with Mocha, but I, I want to do this at this time frame. You tell the time you want, and I'm going to be there. That's what we're going to go. But you tell me when you need me, and I'm going to be there." I do that for my brother because it's, it's for the love of my brother. And like you said, it's thrill. It's thrill you guys that the same. I, I'm going to drop what I'm doing and do it for the love of my brother. It may not be the full time that you need me there, but when you start, I'm going to be there. And I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't walk away from that. Having brothers like you guys is like. Uh, you you pledge an oath, and you you just can't walk away from it. You can't say no. I can't even say not right now or, or later. No, it, it's within my mind and my heart. It's got to just be okay. Yes, no problem. When you need me there, I got you. And those words right there to assure you that I'm your brother. I'm going to support you in every way, shape, or form. I got your back. No, no and doubt. I, I try to keep it moving that way with you guys. One thing that I, I, I want to get to before I, before I let you get out of here is yeah. we're, we're, we're always, you know, we're constantly evolving in this lifestyle, all, you know, all of us. And what people see when they see us, we're not a finished product. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're constantly changing. We're constantly learning. We're constantly evolving. So what I'd like to ask you is, what are some areas that you recognize in yourself that you know you can be better at? Or areas where you say, you know what, I, I want to improve that about myself. Like I know you mentioned earlier where you talked about educating yourself more, learning more about the other dynamics that exist, you know, within this lifestyle. So what are kind of some of the things that you have in your mind that you say, I want to learn more about that, or I want to be better at that? Like, where are you trying to improve? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Ah, this is gonna be kind of tricky. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you know, I have a, I have a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends, and I like to call myself a connector. You know, like, oh, you need this? Hey, I got this friend that can help you with this. Or if you want to do this, I got this friend that can do this for you. I got this guy that can do this for you. And he's he's experienced, uh, educated. And he can help you with your journey. So, with that being said, is this: uh, I have a lot of lifestyle friends that start transitioning to the OnlyFans, content creation, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for years, everybody kept saying, "Do me, you should try me. You should do this." You know, I'm like, "I know, I know, yeah, all right." I just want to help my friends. I want to support my friends. And so finally. Uh, I would give a shout out to my brother Lupe or Lupe and Misha. I know you guys know him, but that's my—I call him my little big brother. So Mr. Mocha was telling me saying how he wanted to get into it, and I said, "Hey, look, man, I got this cool brother. I said he's very experienced, he's very educated, he can hold it down." I said, "But he's short in stature, but he got a fucking seven foot heart and a nine foot brain." 
I said, so when he talks, shut the fuck up, let him talk. You just absorb all the nuts he gives you. And he's not going to lie to you. He'll give you straight, no chaser, and he's going to help you along your way. That's how committed and dedicated this guy is. And trust me, I call him my little big brother for a fucking reason. Because that's who he is to me. He's my little big brother. He's standing maybe 5'5". Five, five. I'm 6'3". But when I stand beside him, I'm 5'5", five, five, and he's 6'3". Hmm. So that's why I call him my little big brother. Now, with that being said, he finally come at me and said, D, you need to try OnlyFans. I said, okay, I tried. So, yes, I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Oh, you ready, so, oh, so you you ready to talk about it now? Because we talked about yeah. you before, you just blew us off. Like you wasn't ready to talk about it. Well, I'm a splash smoker, so I'm gonna talk about it now. Okay, okay. Uh, so for for everyone that wants to know, my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash Dimitri underscore DC. You can also find the link on my Twitter at at Dimitri underscore DC. Also, I got to give a shout out. To my number one ace, uh, Juicy 20721 uh, on Twitter, and also um, Juicy 20721 on OnlyFans and other platforms she's on. Shout out to Juicy. Yes. So, now, not just them, you know, you got Kenzie, you got Stanley, you got Mr. and Mrs. Mocha, you got Sub Girl, you got Lexi. You got a whole bunch of people. We know a lot of people. <laughs> you got them all. You got them all. And for the ones I miss, it might be the positive, but it's within my heart. Uh, one more last shout out. Shout out to my girl, Vincent. I know she just lost her dog. I feel for you, baby. All love and respect for you right there. Let's, let's hope you heal. So now, let's back to this. Uh, I've been taking advice from everybody on building my platform, perfecting my craft, and riding my lane. And uh, so I started uh, accepting follows and following mutual people on uh, Twitter. So first people I saw accepting follows because I was kind of like, eh, I want to get them my own thing. It was uh, a lot of gay men was following me. And I said, and I would send them like, like, hey, look, I support your platform, all of them, great respect. But just understand that you're not my preference, okay? I'm, I'm just putting out that I'm straight, no disrespect to nobody. I'm supporting you as an individual that you are, hands down. And now they have to come back with some great ideas to help me along the way. Not only that, I crossed paths with a, um, with a transgender. And uh, she, she, was, she was very, very reserved, like, Stand office because she didn't know how I would take her. So I had to break the ice and go, hey, 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 hey. You are an individual. I'm going to respect you for who you want to be and who you want to be called. But come on, you're the teacher now. I got my notepad, I got my pen ready. Take the school. And she gave me so much um, information to help me you know, build my brand. She, she's been like on top of it. And not one time this woman has ever disrespected me or to try to challenge my sexuality for her own self as gratitude or greed, whatever the case may be. Never. And here, here it is where these are different people on all walks of life, all over the spectrum. And I, I want to call them the misunderstood because a lot of people judge them, but I haven't taken the time to try to learn them. Or have a conversation to build that rapport with them. Bro, they got some great walk of life they can share with you that can help you along the way. Just like your fellow fellow brothers or that fellow couple. So I try to embrace everyone and their walk of life. Does not mean that I'm trying to partake in physical actions on the sexual realm with these people. No, I'm not. They respect my presence, I'm respecting their presence. I'm just further and I'm just evolving my mind on all spaces of the dynamic. Because again, it doesn't matter who gives you the message as long as you get the fucking message. 
And these are great people. They are people. And that's why I say, you know, I had to evolve with people. You know, their thoughts, their theories, their education, their lessons, it instilled into me that made me a better content creator, a better lifestyle, a better host for Splash Smoker. And that's where I'm still involved in. I'm not shutting my brain and my ears off because of someone's sexuality or who they identify as, as an individual. It's just all for me to respect it and respect you and respect the lady you want to be. And I can still carry a conversation and chop it up with them just like I chopped up with my three brothers. That's what I mean by uh, the evolution of the lifestyle or the evolution of people. And I try to instill that part in people like, you may not rock with them or that's not your bag, but still give them that respect. At least learn them enough to give them that respect anyway. Because you never know who may be out there that can help you along the way when you hit a plateau status. Everybody wants to be elevated. So that's where it became an eye-opener for me. I mean, I can go more in depth of it what happened to Splash, but I don't want to do that yet. I'll say that for another, <laughs> another conversation. But uh, that's where the, I evolved from there. But again, there's a part for like my brothers, you know. Uh, take the lesson that you learned within Splash Smoke to be a better gentleman and also be a better individual. Be a better brother, be a better father, better uncle, uncle, a friend, a stranger. Shake hands with a fellow guy, speak to him. Don't be quick to be so aggressive. Smile. Anything positive that can contribute back to society not just within the walls of Splash Poker. Yes, it started within Splash Poker, but it doesn't have to end there. That's so that's what I said. It's, it's, it's really deep and it's really, really big. I don't get a lot of people that may not understand me, but this is my own madness. And once the method is complete, and then they'll see the big picture. No, that's what's up, man. So before I let you get out of here, I'm saying, you know, the, the, the platform that I have and I always like to kind of give my guests, you know, the, the, the last word. So imparting the floor is yours, brother. What would you like to say to, to, to my listeners out there? You, you, will, you take it in whatever direction you want to take it in. Uh, well, to your listeners, I would like to say special ones that supported us as well as Splash and Splash Mocha or support Bulls and the Dynamic as well as Single Guys. We thank you and we love you. We want you to continue to be the voice for the voiceless. You know, also be the educators to the ignorance that shun us, shame us, or don't want to have any dealings with us. Uh, it's going to take your courage and your bravery, but we're going to be proud and we're going to stand beside you when we, when these people also see that we do have a place within the lifestyle. Not just flash smoker, not just hot wife. No, we have a place within the swinging lifestyle community. And it's going to take not just us, it's going to take unity. And uh, we're proud of you, we thank you, and we love you guys. I appreciate you as an individual. I know my brother Michael do as well. Now, also, I'm going to end this with I do have an OnlyFans, the mm -hmm. of, of VC. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I'll make sure I include the link so people can find it. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I appreciate it, my brother. Uh, but though, again, to to all of you, again, this is our two year anniversary, which actually will be in, um, next week because the first flash was two weeks after the event. Now this is a week after the event, so we'll try to make it sooner. But to you guys again, I love you guys. We love you, and we're looking forward to it again. Well, thank you, brother. I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I I I plan on being a a, a fixture at Splash until y'all tell my black ass not to come back. Um, I've been to nine of them, and I'm saying, and I I I don't see that. I don't see that stopping anytime soon. I have entirely too much fun there. 
Uh, so before I get out of here, one thing I do want to do is to thank all my supporters, my listeners. A uh, special shout out goes to my Patreon supporters. You know how much I love you guys and you know that I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for your continued support of, of what I do. Um, if you're not yet a Patreon supporter, like I always say, maybe this episode will, you know, will be the one to make you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing. And we want to see him continue doing what he's doing. So with that being said, I'm your host, Michael C. This has been another installment of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Big shout out to my brother, D. Thank you, my brother. All over. And I will see you when I see you. Peace. Peace.